Hi everyone, this is Leslyn Keith. I'm president of the board of directors at the Lipedema Project and director of research. Welcome to Living Well with Lipedema. Today I have an excerpt from a presentation by Kathy Park from our self-love webinar series that was held during the month of February in 2022. Kathy is a Zen master and together with her husband, NJ Steck, she leads meditation groups with members of our Lipedema tribe. In this excerpt from her talk, Kathy tells about a famous Sufi story as a metaphor for life. Actually, I'd like to just start out by telling a story, and maybe some of you are familiar with this story. It's a very famous Sufi story. So as you might know, in Islamic tradition, a man can have several wives. So there was a very wealthy man, and he had four wives, and he was advancing in his ears, some sickness appear, he become ill. And then he's realizing, oh, soon, maybe I cannot live very long. So I really have to decide how am I going to live my last few years and um, will take care of me and I want to take one of my wives with me. And of course, his fourth wife, the youngest wife, the most beautiful, was his favorite. So he always had her around him. You know, when she wants something, he would shower her with gifts and give her anything she wanted. And she'd want more, but he didn't care. Gave her food, jewelry, beautiful clothes, anything. And he would adore her. And she would make him laugh. And, you know, they'd have a great time. And he really didn't care for his first wife, who's been with him forever. She's old. In fact, he ignores her, doesn't give her much support. She's kind of old, scrawny, skinny, not beautiful at all. So he basically just wants to ignore her, okay? And his second wife, well, she's loyal. So he has her around. He's content, okay? And usually whenever he needs something important, she's there. And of course, the third wife, is always giving him lots of benefits. So he keeps her around too. So he decides, okay, well, my favorite is the fourth wife. So I'm going to take her with me when I die. So he says to her, now you are my favorite. So I want you to come with me when I die. So let's prepare, you know, for my sickness is not going to get any better. And you have to help me. And this fourth wife says, what? no way. I'm young. Look, I can remarry. I'm not going to do that. You better ask your other wives. They're responsible for those kind of things. I'm only good for this life. Okay. So he's really shocked. He's like, wait a minute. I really love her and adore her. But does she really care about me? <laughs> so very disappointed. Then he asks his third wife. And when he asked third wife, can you help me? Can you go with me? You know, you've always been very helpful, giving me lots of benefits. And I believe you will help me, you know, till the end and beyond life. Okay. And the third wife says, Oh, my dear, I do love you. But mm, I don't know. I think I can also remarry. I'm not that old. And my looks are okay. You know, so I can do everything to help you, but please don't ask me. 
I cannot go with you. Then even more dejected, this wealthy man just shrank and realized what, what, what happened? What, how was I in love with these women? So finally he goes to the second wife who's very loyal. And he says to her, my dear, you're the only one I can count on. Please help me, come with me, life after life, you know. I will die soon, so I need you to help me and come with me, accompany me on this journey. And the second wife says, oh, my dear husband, I do love you. I will do everything to help you, but only until the moment of death. I can prepare your home. I can take care of the other wives. I will do everything, your children, everything, but I cannot go with you beyond death. Sorry. So this man completely lost faith and lay there and got sicker and sicker and sicker. So as he's laying there and he's wondering, okay, after all these years, all this wealth, all this family, you know, all these wives I had, I gave them so much and none of them want to go with me. I'm very sad. So he lays there feeling very empty, very broken. And as he's laying there with his eyes closed, contemplating how he will die in the near future, all alone, you know, desolate in his heart. And next to him, he hears this little sobbing. And he's wondering, what is that? Who is that? <laughs> so he looks over and he sees his shriveled up skinny first wife sitting next to him, holding his hand with tears dropping down her eyes. And as he looked at her and he met her eyes, she had this deep, deep love for him. And he just kind of woke up and looked at her and said, oh my gosh, I've been ignoring you all these years and look at you. You are the one who's with me. What a treasure I've been missing. And with the tears coming down, the first wife has this smile and says, I love you, my dearest. I will go with you all the way life after life, don't worry. So that's a beautiful story, but this is a kind of universal story for any spiritual tradition. So why is that? The symbol of the four wives, let's look at that. The fourth wife, who is young and beautiful, is actually his body. It's our human body. So we attach to our human body and we put most of our energy into our human body. And this body gives us all the suffering in our life. So his strong attachment to the human body gives him the greatest disappointment. The third wife is all worldly possessions, property, money, fame, recognition, validation, all the things we attach to as I, 
in the material world. Okay, somehow they all validate that I exist. Also a big disappointment. So they give you a lot of benefit in this life. But the moment of death, you go with empty hands. None of them can go with you. That's a sober fact. The second wife is our family, relationships, friends, those we are attached to as human beings, and maybe even pets. <laughs> so they can go with us as far as the grave, but not any further. So family can be loyal. Friends, people we count on can be loyal to us, but not until after the moment of death. After the moment of death, nobody goes with us. We go on our own. Everyone's journey is on our own. And the first wife, of course, is our true nature or our God nature or the nature within us that is our soul or spirit, that which cannot be named. But it hears my voice right now. And inside, there are all these things happening, your thoughts, feelings, emotions, memories, etc. But the true nature is the host of all of these things happening. It's the host of the one who has these attachment to this body. We call our teachers and Master Sung San calls it the rented car. We're attached to the material things that we build up, collect, amass through our entire life, including our reputation, our name. We're attached to our relationships, our family, our surroundings. But we usually neglect that which is the host we call true nature. Thank you, Kathy. That was a wonderful story. And I'd like to give a big thank you to you, all of our listeners. If you haven't already subscribed to our daily flash briefings of tips, tools, and research about lipedema, you can subscribe at Apple, Spotify, Amazon Alexa, or here at this website, lipedema-simplified.org slash flash, where you'll find an archive of all of our flash briefings. You can now also follow Living Well with Lipedema on Amazon Music and get new episodes when they become available. Thanks for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next time for another Living Well with Lipedema Flash Briefing.